Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. Pull up a chair and join me. I'll do the chatting. All you have to do is listen. It is a cloudy day on Election Eve in South Florida. And I'm not going to talk about the election today. I am going to talk about a few other things that you may find of interest. I have been chatting with my friend Penny in Miami. We are uh, in touch uh, quite frequently, and I I don't know what I would do without her friendship. She is she is a she's a very special, uh, really special person. Um, I want to talk about Paul Rudd, the ageless Paul Rudd, Henry Winkler. I want to talk about. That. I want to talk about the Queen just a little bit. Um, and I want to talk about drinking. What does that really mean? So let's get to it, shall we? Monday, Monday, and we've gained an hour. So why is it that the day is going by faster <laughs> today when we gained an hour? Um, are we um, have a, an internal adjustment that has to go on each time we change times? But um, let's talk about Paul Rudd. I I really, really have always liked him in many, many things. I think he is really underrated. I think he he was okay on Friends. Uh, what made me happy about that was that they gave the, uh, the uh, Phoebe character something to sink her teeth into finally. Lisa Kudrow, who played, uh, who played Phoebe, of course, is an incredibly smart woman highly educated, fluent in several languages, and um, played that role of Phoebe really well. Um, I liked her really more in the comeback. It didn't last very long, but I I, I really liked a lot about that show. And it, it, at times it was a little bit hard to watch because you just kind of wanted to jump in there and kill a few people. <laughs> but um, anyway... Uh, Paul Rudd uh, did something really nice. He handed out cookies to people standing in long lines, long voting lines in New York. And I liked that. I liked that a lot. It, it made me feel like I wish I had done something like that because Gary and I were as involved this year as we could. I'm not talking about the election. I'm just talking about good deeds. And uh, during a time of COVID, I mean, that's really more what it was about. It was people having to, to distance, wear a mask, stand in lines. And he gave out cookies for free. And I thought that was really, really nice. I liked him, I think, probably the most in 200 Cigarettes. He and Courtney Love, to me, really made that movie. Martha Plimpton, a lot of other people could have done without Kate Hudson. I've said that before. But, oh my gosh, a Courtney Love and Paul Rudd. I mean, they made that movie for me. I, as a matter of fact, we didn't watch it this year. We always watch it um, because we were, we were not home. At the beginning of, of 2020, we were, we were not home. We, were, we actually were uh, off the coast of Barbados watching, we had been on Barbados, and then we were off the coast watching the fireworks on Barbados as we welcomed in 2020 in a spectacular way. Yeah, so 
So another another guy who is having a birthday. Um, I believe Henry Winkler is 70. I want to say he's 75. I'll get back to my notes in a second. But I want to talk about Henry Winkler, who was, of course, the iconic Fonzie on Happy Days. Uh, yes, Henry Winkler is 75. Uh, and by the way, Grace Slick, Jefferson Airplane, 81. Just wanted to throw that in there. Off topic of Henry Winkler for a second, but Grace Slick is 81. Okay. Um, but I really loved Henry Winkler in Night Shift, the movie Night Shift. Talked about that before. Uh, how I like the music in that. I love Michael Keaton in that. But Henry Winkler's character was in his girlfriend, this versus his fiance. I mean, he was really good in that. And uh, that's just my favorite. I like to think of him in that. Well, he's done so much. Henry Winkler is extremely talented, and he has done so. The lawyer. In Arrested Development, I mean, he's just, he's good. He's a good actor. He's solid. You know, he he holds up. Uh, Marie Antoinette's birthday. Yes, the the unbelievable Marie Antoinette with her fashion and her hair uh, was lived from 1755 to 1793. David Swimmer is 54, 54, but we lost Sean Connery at 90. There he brought to James Bond his voice, his flair, uh, the suits he wore. Uh, Brandon, our son, would look really great in a James Bond suit. Well, so would Gary, but Brandon has the the uh, more sleek kind of, of look uh, that lends itself to the DeVore suits, if you're familiar with the DeVore brand for men. Uh, Brandon, uh, he's, he, he, could, he could really, really pull that off. But we have been to the Fontainebleau where some of Goldfinger was, was filmed. Of course, it's been updated. It's a fabulous hotel. And if uh, the governor had not opened up Florida and people are not quite being as careful, we would go back. We would, we would definitely go back. Um, I think right now we would we would take a world cruise right now, really and truly, if if we could, if we could if we could leave the country and and be able to visit other countries. There's some that, that we can, but um, I I really mean that. I, I Gary and I've talked about it. If if uh, things were different, we would be taking a world cruise right now, right this moment. Um. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the other day I mentioned Oscar de la Renta and things going on Amazon uh, under the Oscar de la Renta brand. I said I would uh, Oscar de la Renta brand. I said I would get back to you because Oscar de la Renta is one of my favorite designers. Not that I could ever afford Oscar de la Renta's uh, the, the the absolute uh, couture Oscar de la Renta. Uh, it's just also stunning, but uh, I can really not find anything of significance. The fragrances, the books, things like that. But I can't really find anything that uh, that uh, shook my world on Amazon as yet. But I will, I will continue <laughs> to, ch to definitely check that. But here's what I wanted to talk about my friend Penny for just a second in Miami. 
Penny has this unbelievable history to, to famous people in a way that I am begging her to let me write a book about her life. And she's very protective of, of people. And I respect that so very much. I do, because I feel the same way. If, if you're in my circle, I will protect you with, with uh, everything that I have. I will bring it. I will bring it. But her stories need to be told. And some of these people are no longer here. So, but but I, I get it, but I so want her to do it. Okay? I'm so, I'm, an, I'm, 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 I'm conflicted. But I posted something about Oscar de la Renta, and then she shared a story about being at a fashion show and how she got to hang with him and how nice he was and also how uh, how shy Calvin Klein was and Calvin Klein's people uh, she, she commented to his people how much she liked his, his, uh, his fashion at that time and during this fashion show timeline fashion week kind of thing and they said oh tell him tell him he needs to hear that and she did and uh, he was very grateful to her, but her story about hanging with Oscar de la Renta just, I mean, I could sit at her feet and, and drink coffee or wine or a cocktail or anything, preferably in front of a fireplace, um, and she would be wearing something elegant and possibly flowy long, and I would just be listening. I would not say a word. I would just be listening. I've said this before, but I'm just going to say it again. Um, we were talking about something today. She and I uh, messaging back and forth. Uh, and she said she was feeling very much the Kathleen Nesbitt character in An Affair to Remember, the movie. It's an iconic movie with Deborah Carr and Cary Grant. And it is mentioned in other movies. So... Not only does it live on its own merit, but other movies mention it as well through the years. It has been mentioned. And, and TV shows as well. But the, the uh, character of Kathleen Nesbitt in An Affair to Remember, the original movie, um, she plays the grandmother in another country, and she wears this, this shawl, and she's very soft-spoken and very... Um, Comforting, I think, is the word. So when, as I shared with Penny, when I wa have watched that movie, haven't watched it in a long time because it makes me sad. And when Gary and I uh, had dinner uh, at the Rainbow Room uh, at Thirty Bach one year, it was raining. It was, it was about this time of year, and um, I'll never, I'll never forget. There are there are places in New York that you go to, uh, and you love going to them. Twenty one is a restaurant there, a very famous restaurant. Uh, never will I forget the evening, the very special evening. There are special nights that you have at these restaurants. Not an occasion necessarily, but the night itself is special because you made it special and, and the circumstances help you to make it special. Well, when we were uh, at the Rainbow Room, it's a top 30 rock, and you're looking out over the city, and, and it's it's iconic. The Rainbow Room is iconic, and it's old school, and it, I can't even explain it to you. The dance floor is in the center, kind of sunken down, and the, the uh, tables 
go they're kind of elevated on levels it's intimate it's very intimate and it kind of goes around this tower part of 30 rock and and it was raining that night and as we sat and we would dance and then we would dine and they had a like a cigarette girl and back in the you'll see it in the movies I'd never seen it for real with the tray around her neck with a little costume on. Well, what she had, she had items you could buy. Uh, she really, she, I think she did have uh, cigars, but no cigarettes. But she had other little, little kind of gifty things that you could buy from her. And it was really special. But when you look out, uh, you, you just think about, uh, you, you're seeing the other iconic buildings in New York, such as the Empire State Building. And you're... You, you can't help but think about, uh, I couldn't, because I'm a romantic, think about an affair to remember where they were going to meet, and, you know, the top of the of the Empire State Building. The thing about the Empire State Building, when you go to the top and you step out, it's eerie because not only, no matter what time of the year, it's generally pretty chilly, even in, uh, even in summer months, because it's so high in the clouds, and um, it's quiet. You leave all the sounds of New York, the the, the loud noise of traffic, the honking of horns, and you step out, it's very eerie. But but when you're in the uh, rainbow room, you can't help but think about about that movie. And so when she was talking today about what's what's going on right now, and, and she was feeling a connection to, to that character in An Affair to Remember, it, it made a flood of memories uh, hit me, hit my head right now, which is really good. Now I want to talk about drinking. Let's talk about drinking. I've talked about Queen Elizabeth. Uh, it is rumored that Queen Elizabeth will uh, turn over her crown at her next birthday to Charles, who is uh, no spring chicken. And uh, William, it's been revealed recently, uh, uh, revealed that he had COVID back in April and had difficulty breathing. And so I'm thinking, you know, here's Charles, had it, William had it, and what, we're looking at at King George, <laughs> another King George, oh my, my, but all is well, Charles is okay, and William's okay, apparently, and, but, but, um, you know the Queen drinks a lot, every day, she starts at noon, and she just drinks, well, what I saw last week was a study that came out, and if you drink, uh, two drinks a day, um, your chances for having Alzheimer diminishes, and, now, they don't want you drinking a, a lot, you know. But Gary and I do not drink every day. Um, I'm sure many people think we do because I'm always posting the photos of, of cocktails. But if you drink, um, you know, up to two drinks a day, uh, it, it, this study is showing, and that's why I'm thinking about, it, it made me think about Queen Elizabeth because she is... Uh, She's sharp. She seems sharp as can be. Uh, is she? I don't know. She's. Uh, she seems to be shrinking a little bit in size. But she, her mind seems, and she's like getting up there in her 90s. Um, but what it does, this uh, study is showing, and it's preliminary, but it uh, affects, uh, it, it, uh, it impedes, uh, or it has an effect on the this thing in your brain called amyloid beta peptide that is linked it's a form of, of plaque and it is widely believed to to drive the development of alzheimer's 
Now, and drinking alcohol kind of impedes that, according to this study. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just saying that I think Queen Elizabeth um, is hanging in there, and she drinks a lot every single day. And so, um, you know, there's a fine line between drinking too much, right, and having a, a social drink along, along the way. Uh, I will tell you this. <laughs> I will tell you this. I will be having cocktails tonight, Gary and I. We'll be having cocktails tonight. And I'm telling you, God willing, the creek's not rise. You know that's creek Indians. Not That's not a creek. Um, that's part of that saying. Um, we'll be drinking tomorrow night. You know, I, I, I don't know what the libation will be tomorrow night because we have, we have many choices. Many, many choices. But <laughs> uh, I promise you that. We will, but anyway, um, that is what I found out about uh, about the study being done about Alzheimer's. I'm joking around, but it is very serious, and I think that anything they do in the way of research to find uh, ways to unlock unlock this is is helpful. And if there is something in alcohol that can be used, whether uh, they put it in another form so that people who don't drink or don't want to drink or have issues where they really they really can't sobriety issues and that sort of thing but yet they can they can find a way around it I think that would be absolutely splendid so um I think that is pretty much going to cover all the, the many many things I had to talk to you about today um I hope you will, wherever you are, whatever side you're on, I hope that our country can come back to center. I, I will say that. I will say, as a friend mentioned to me yesterday, through all these past four years, we have found out we have found out who true friends are, and we have found out things that we didn't know before. And that is always a good thing. It's enlightening, and we always need to be in the age of enlightenment. Do a kind deed if you can, like Paul Rudd with the cookies. Keep on keeping on. Keep your chin up. Keep it real and have fun, because no matter, no matter what happens this week or in the ensuing weeks or months, it's up to us to support each other. And I, Gary and I are so grateful for the people in our life right now that we are simpatico with. And it is a huge blessing. And some are far and some are near. And for each and every one of them, we are in lockstep. And we are filled with gratitude. So, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Get on over there. Get yourself there. Gary is putting some new stuff out there. We have a YouTube channel by the same name. Stay with us.